Alex Johnson. Now, I don't know whether you were at the fourth pub last night or where you were residing, but I think you're a little bit scratchy by the throat this morning. Good morning, young man. Morning, boys. Yes, the campaign's caught up with me a little bit, I'm afraid. Jeez, that is... <laughs> you've had a night. <laughs> That's no, hilarious. Yeah, I'm, a bit, I'm a little bit under the weather. Um, was the mm. Clearwater Country Club last night. Washed down with a couple of beers and wines to finish you off from experience. Yes, we had a very good day yesterday at Devonport Golf Club and uh, rolled into the country club at Shearwater, had the fisherman's basket. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> I bet it was. Hey, listen, before we get rolling here, I just want to play for you, both of you guys. This is without notice. You don't know this is coming. This was with Jared yesterday and the boss of Cricket Australia, Nick Hockley, talking with Jared in New Zealand at the first test, of course. But this happens to be about the Tassie Stadium. Let's have a listen. On the question of stadiums, which there's two open questions at the moment. One is Tasmania. If, if the Hobart Stadium does go ahead for the AFL team and beyond, would cricket find a home there? Would you like cricket to find a home there? I think very definitely we'd like to play in a new stadium. I mean, we've seen stadium upgrades in in Perth. I mean, the Scorchers just get massive yeah. crowds. Uh, you know, we've seen the upgrade in Adelaide Oval and how the strikers turn out. Um, so, you know, a modern state-of-the-art stadium Hobart, I think, would be uh, absolutely. And, you know, we, we sit here again with the hill and the trees and the, and it's, a you know, probably growing up kind of in England is kind of how I kind of picture a cricket ground. But Australia is blessed to have these incredible grounds, not just for cricket, but also obviously for, for Aussie rules. And, um, you know, I think, um, you know, keeping investing in, in the fan experience and making sure everyone has, you know, has, has the best day out. Entertainment for, for the kids is, is really, really important. If that stadium goes ahead and it has a roof, is that problematic for cricket? I don't believe so. Uh, I think we play at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, uh, often play under the roof, so uh, I don't believe so. And what's the current um, jurisdiction around international cricket on a stadium with a roof? So... Each of the grounds we play in need to be uh, accredited for, by the ICC for international cricket, and I think you know, this would be um, this would be no different. I play that straight off the cuff because I think it's such an important little addition to the conversation we heard Chris Robon from the ABC, of course, last week announcing the that um, Dominic Baker was very much looking forward to the stadium and what it's going to bring for Tasmanian teams, etc. AJ, to me, um, look, I played off the top, so I think it's significant. That's really a huge point in this um, whole thing that we're moving forward towards, isn't it? Would you agree? Certainly helps from a content point of view, and Dominic Baker has said they are interested in using the stadium, but only if they get a new facility as well. So there's a bit of a quid pro quo there. But, yeah, from a content point of view, it obviously ticks the box that we're going to have more professional sport there, if there's cricket there as well as footy. A um, few things that happened during the week flashed that are interesting Go. in terms Shoot. of the stadium. Uh, there was some polling out uh, yesterday, uh, Mercury published. Uh, not a lot of support for the stadium statewide, but those that do want it actually prefer version 2.0, according to this poll, over Macquarie Point. So does that give Labor some food for thought? Could we see them potentially in the back half of the campaign back in Stadium 2.0? Because, of course, 
it comes with a hospital, maybe they could make it part of a health announcement. So what's this space, I would say, in, in terms of Stadium 2.0? Uh, hey, Jay, can I? Can I hold during the week by pushing ahead um, on track to uh, score more seats than Labor? Maybe not majority, but a very strong poll for them during the week. Just a question on 2.0. Do you think it's 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 favourable because it's visible? Yeah, and apologies for my voice to everyone listening, but yeah, we've seen some fairly sophisticated designs for 2.0, and I think that probably has really interested people. The um, concept work we've seen from Macquarie Point has been very basic at this stage. Uh, during about mid-year, we're expecting to see something much more sophisticated. But yeah, you're right. You sort of uh, you gravitate towards what you can see, and Dean Coleman and his team have put out um, some fairly detailed uh, concept work. As far as this election goes, would the Liberal campaign have benefited from some sharp work around a design and, and, and something that, that, that they could take to voters? I mean, because, you know, if, it, if this 2.0 concept is, is visible and, and looks, you know, like it could potentially become a bargaining chip for, for Labor or another party or someone, um, would, would that be seen as a failing by the Libs? I think that's a good point. I think they would benefit from something, and we might see that before the end of the campaign. At this stage, they haven't been very keen to talk about uh, the stadium. They've talked about just about every other issue under the sun other than the stadium. But that could change, of course, in the last few weeks of the campaign. But, um, yeah, I think they would benefit greatly from something. You know, I've talked before on the show, I would like a more um, high-level conversation about the engineering challenges. Okay, this is the challenge. This is how we're going to solve it. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe that's all going to come mid-year. Um, but yeah, more detail, the better, I say. Yes. So you mentioned about that poll earlier in the week, which wasn't well, it didn't appear to be overly favourable to the to the Labor Party. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting for with March 23 coming up. I'm. I'm seeing an exit strategy here from the Labor Party, and obviously they'll need to take a scalp with them. How they do it, I'm not so sure. Um, it, it, do, you, do you have a similar thought process still? And when I say an exit well, strategy, I mean, I think you know what I mean. Go. They'd be in two minds because they'd look at that polling yesterday and think, well, maybe we stick to a no stadium uh, mantra and actually say that out loud and try and get votes in the north and the northwest. But I know down south, the stadium is a bit of a problem for them because they're getting none of the no votes. They're getting none of the anti. They'll go to no. the Greens or the Independents. And they're getting none of the positives. They'll go to the Libs or David O'Byrne. So Agree. you're stuck in the middle. You're not, so they'll be having a conversation at the moment. We need to go one way. We need to either yep. court the North and the Northwest and those people who don't like the stadium and say, no, nah, we're going to stick to our guns. We're not going to do it. Or, yeah. They need Plan B, and maybe Plan B has something to do with Stadium 2.0. Because then you could talk up, you know, the health side of it, um, some of the other economic benefits. It could be a pivot, but the risk there is that's not on the AFL's table. You know, the AFL deal talks about Mac Point. But they would see the same polling that we're seeing. The AFL must think, well, is it worth looking at an alternative? I don't know. 
AJ, what did you make of the, the, the political reasons for the Libs, uh, Premier Rockliffe, floating a, a date shift from March 18 for the announcement of the, the Tassie Football Club's marketing campaign, effectively jumper and nicknames and, and everything very exciting that's, that's going to come with that? What, what would the reasons have been behind that? Yeah, it was very interesting, and I was a little bit cynical. I thought it might have all been a little bit premeditated. You know, the Premier gets to say... Uh, you should move it so it's not political. Uh, and then he made quite a point of saying, well, if it is going to stay in that date, I won't go. I won't make it political. I'll give my ticket to someone who needs it more, something like that. And then it gave the AFL a chance to say, no, hang on, we're not going to be um, persuaded by politicians. We're going to stick to the date. But people have told me the Premier really wanted it change. And uh, obviously, Grant O'Brien... Um, dug his heels in and said no I mean I think it's a good move from the AFL um, you know they didn't pick when the election was You know, the, the election was due May next year so it wasn't like they put it in the middle of an election campaign maybe the Libs chose the election date around but I, I just highly doubt that too because now the Premier's not going to be there so I actually think both sides have played this okay win win uh, I reckon well, it feels like, yeah, it feels... people think it should have moved and it'll be a big distraction. But if the politicians aren't there, I actually think it will be a reminder that, hang on, we've got a team on the way. Let's That's just, right. Let's just think about the positives for a, for a day, just like that first day where we, we, did, we put the politics aside and we actually thought about the footy. I hope this will be another one of those days. Yeah, and I, I, you know, it's a very relevant point you bring up. I mean, I think, um, I think win-win in terms of, uh, and I'm not implying that it was a strategy from the Liberal Party to go down that path or this, you know, coercing with the the footy boss Grant O'Brien, but you know, the, with a gun to the head, then that's that's where we're at now, isn't it? And and it, I think the timing of the announcement, metaphorical gun, yes, course, yeah. and I think the timing of the announcement. Um, is absolutely perfect in terms of trying to win an election. But I might be wrong there. And AJ, you've probably not quite been on that path, have you? Well, I mean, I still think there's big problems around the stadium, no matter who wins, because now the Premier's put this $375 million cap on, makes funding it all, more, all the more difficult. So I don't, mm. think, I don't think it's, you know smooth sailing for whoever wins on March 23 when it comes to the stadium and therefore the team. I just would like more talk about the team and less talk about the politics, but I guess we're stuck with, we're well, stuck that was, with the um, ultimatum, aren't we? That was going to be my next question. How, how can you remove the politics from, from this? It, it, it seems impossible whilst the politicians won't be in the room on March 18 when this this day of magnificence for our for, you know for our team um, it's it's been politicized you can't you can't come back from that well i guess we could show the afl that we deserve this team and if if um, they took the license away from us it would be absolutely devastating for the state i mean the afl is going to have to be patient with us and I just hope they are patient because the timeline will blow out. The cost might blow out. They'll have to be patient. And if we can show them on March 18 
six sites around the state just how much this team means to us. Well, it might remind them that this is not all dollars and cents. This is heart and soul. And of course they don't not. want to be the ones that um, give, you know, take a licence away. They might need so, to be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more patient. So, Alex, you're, you've swayed a little bit in terms of renegotiating with the AFL. You, you, you think no. that that's a possibility? No, no, not renegotiate. I just mean be patient, like... Yep. Um, or... A bit of flexibility with timelines and... Contribution change. I don't think they'll renegotiate anything majorly. I think they are so adamant we need a new stadium, but what year that is, um, maybe that's the sort of thing. Or or maybe their role in helping facilitate some of the private funding, maybe they need to play a more active role. What I'm saying is, if we remind them that they probably don't want the legacy of the Tassie team not going anywhere, then maybe they'll be a little bit warmer. Not renegotiate, but just a little bit um, more willing to help, I guess, get through this situation. And you'd imagine in the background there is certain elements of that which is at play, but of course, you know, you've, you, you, when you put the ultimatum out in terms of the front page and what we're all seeing that it's that there is no negotiation etc etc but you would imagine there'd be some flexibility when Grant O'Brien and um, the AFL are talking behind doors I mean you, got, clearly... you guys you guys suggest flexibility and, and room to move is not a renegotiation no no but I'm not saying renegotiation changing, but in terms of changing timelines and, and shifting things I'm in not, terms I'm of what's been that. signed from a contractual standpoint is a I'm, I'm not is a renegotiation that. no no that, that, that's Exactly what it Brett, is. Brett, you're a black and white, being very black and white here. But I'm that, suggesting... That's, that's just the reality. What's that? That if you want to go to the AFL and say, hey, we need help on timelines, we need help in terms of funding this, that that would be a renegotiation. Disagree. Because the contract has been signed and the AFL, in terms of hearings and public comment, have been very firm on the fact that this is happening at Macquarie Point and you are going to fund it. End of story. Oh, absolutely. But uh, what AJ is saying, which I agree with him, is that We'd, internally... They in need to renegotiate. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Good luck. That's all I'm saying. Well, look, the Greens are in Launceston early in the week. As we saw, they're, um, they're canvassing um, and they'll get a lot of support for especially the, the over-55 uh, demographic there, which I know so well, that still think that the team should be based at Launceston. How do you think that'll work for the Greens? I mean, I think the Greens are in a great position, AJ, in terms of, as you said, they're going to get the no votes. The Labor Party have hedged their bets, sitting on the fence. They're going to get the definitive ones, vote Green, hence why, you know, four or five seats, very possible. Yeah, 100% right. I mean, I don't think many people are voting for the Greens because of their policy on footy, but... Um, yeah, at least they've got a defined position, absolutely. And um, that's a big problem for Labor. They're not getting any of the votes around the stadium at the moment. So, yeah, I agree. And uh, my voice is about to give out on me. Sorry, boys. But You've done a brilliant chat. job, young man. Are you playing golf today? Yes, Thurston, my home. Most wow. Hit them well, AJ. Great to have you with us. And you're an important part of uh, everything we do over the next few weeks and maybe start the source this afternoon. Good to talk to you, mate. Thanks, boys. Take care. Alex Johnson will go to a break. We'll keep rolling through Saturday morning with Flash and Jeevesy.